Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... You cannot say filth, flying filth, flying filth in front of people. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you thought you could get through the next eight days without just one more bullshit story cropping up, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Sunday, October 30th, 2016. Oh, jeez, not this shit again. Special edition of the show where we talk about Comey Gate and what it means for the election. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Dick's Picks, the gift that keeps on giving. Is there a special lady in your life? Would you like a special lady in your life? Send a dick's pick. Our special gift service will examine her social media for her likes, desires, and deepest emotional needs, and then send an unwanted photo of your penis. Have a tiny dick? No worries. Our Photoshop specialist will use the latest technology to enhance your member. Choose from huge, giant, or oh my god sizes. The ladies will love it. Dick's picks. The gifts that keep on giving in unexpected ways. Use the promo code CARLOS at checkout and double your dick pick recipients. Send one to her and her boss. Dick's picks. She'll never know what hit her. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. The October Surprise. A quadrennial tradition in American politics that goes back to the very first presidential election, when George Washington was shocked to find the newspapers published some leaked erotic poetry he'd written Martha during the war. His lurid verses alluded to her showing her ankle in public, and they shocked the nation to the core. Fortunately for George, he was running unopposed, though the polls did show a three-point bump in those voters' favor and just screw the whole thing and asking England to take them back. I made a huge tiny mistake. This election is no different, and last Friday, our October surprise landed with the sullen thump on our doorsteps like a flaming bag of poo. Glenn, Lou, just when you think things are calming down, something else happens. Right now, the New York Times is saying the emails were found after the FBI seized electronic devices belonging to Clinton aide Huma Abedin and her husband, Anthony Weiner. This all happening with just 11 days until the election. That's right. The story that would not die has come back like a dead cat buried on a Native American funerary site. Well, sometimes that is better. No shit. 
When FBI Director James Comey sent a Comey-gram to Congress stating the FBI had found emails on a device that, quote, seemed pertinent to the case, unquote. Comey's letter did not say what the emails contained, who were they from, or whether they were viewed by the FBI during their previous investigation. Indeed, we had no idea where the emails might have came from until later it leaked they were found on a laptop shared by Clinton aide Huma Abedin with her estranged husband and serial dick picker, Anthony Weiner. Carlos Danger! Danger! Oh, Carlos, it was so much more simple than when the only career you were fucking up is yours. Wiener, who is under federal investigation for sexting a 15-year-old girl across state lines. Yes, dear listener, the last act of this fucked up campaign goes to none other than the man with so little self-control he could not stop himself from sending strange women shots of his junk and not enough common sense to use Snapchat to do so. I actually feel sorry for the FBI agent who has to look through that laptop. You know, when he joined the agency, he was thinking he was going to be fighting terror. Now he's looking at Anthony Weiner's slong. I gotta get that phone back. There's so many dick pics on there. Speaking of slong, this little revelation has made cable news' erections long and strong as they leapt to drain the one last scandal from this election season before it ends eight days from today. And they are chopping it up like rails in a disco bathroom and snorting all that they can get their hands on. This is some good shit. When the story broke at 1 p.m. on Friday on Twitter, I happened to be there killing time, and I've not seen so much collective shit-losing since that one time the bathroom flooded in Chipotle. I gotta take a fucking 12-pound shit! Everyone on Twitter stopped what they were doing and began freaking the fuck out over the revelation, and a suddenly boring week got real Real interesting. If the media reaction was somewhat orgasmic, the Republican reaction required mops and buckets to come around and clean the jizz flood off the congressional floor. Representative and Hillary Hunter-in-Chief Jason Chaffetz wasted all of nanoseconds between receiving Comey's vague missive and tweeting out an entirely wrong statement that the FBI was reopening the Clinton case and we should expect to see her in handcuffs by election day. Actually, that last part was just subject, subtext, not what he actually said. Yet, none of that was what was in the letter, and the case was not reopened because it was not, in fact, closed. Shit, the FBI rarely closes a case unless someone is convicted. I mean, they only closed the D.B. Cooper case this year, and D.B. jacked that plane in 1971. I mean, there's no rush. The Trump campaign has been doing... Your brother Numfar did the dance of joy for three moons. Numfar! Do the dance of joy. As suddenly their embarrassingly huge loss has now just become a disappointing loss by a few percentage points. What was in the emails? Why were they just found? Who did it come from? Who were they sent to? What dark secret was Huma hiding from the FBI? Shit. No one knows, not any of the FBI, whom one might think should know, since at some point in time, someone has probably read those emails, right? What? No, that's crazy talk. Apparently, not even the FBI, the people who have the emails, have read them. They have no idea what they contain. They're just like that text message from your mom you keep meaning to read, but you know that it's mostly just going to be a jumble of random letters strung together because she can never seem to hit the one she wants and not even spell check can help fix that shit. Jesus, mom, just call me on the phone. What we do know is complicated. One source says that none of the emails are even from Hillary. One source says they are, and yet another says no one even knows because no one's even read the emails. It's entirely possible these aren't new emails, but ones have already been reviewed, and the best summary of the situation so far is, eh, we found something, we don't know what it is, or even if we found something, we'll let you know later. 
So a rational person might ask, why the fuck are we even talking about this? Politics, man. Fucking politics. We're talking about it because FBI Director James Comey wrote a vaguely worded letter to cover his ass, and it had the opposite effect and has now put Comey in the center of a shitstorm such, such that could only occur two weeks before an election. Today feels like the perfect storm, doesn't it? And we're all getting swamped in the surge. You see, the Justice Department has some pretty clear policies about commenting on investigations in general and releasing information about a politician in the middle of an election specifically, and Comey violated both of those. In another letter from Comey to the FBI employees, he says he felt obligated to release the information for a a couple of reasons. One, he was bound to update Congress with any new information he might have discovered on the case. That sounds like bullshit to me. Oh, it, it totally is. And yes, yes, he is legally obligated to do this, but there's no timeline, and really the policy about not releasing information so close to the election should have taken precedent. Also, the information, he says, was in the hands of a lot of people, and he was afraid it would leak. And rumors are floating on Twitter right now that this is exactly what happened, is that actually Chaffetz had the information before he got the memo. So, you know. That's totally what's going to (laughs) happen. The leak, if there was one, would be exponentially worse for the FBI and for Comey, who was already persona non grata in GOP circles for not slapping Clinton into, into irons and into the stocks on the National Mall back in the summer. If word got out he had new emails and hadn't released them, the calls for his head would go from rhetorical to literal as lynch mobs of GOP establishment finally find common ground with the Trump evangelicals and they're all aiming at him. I mean, dude was in a shit situation. If he says something, he's accused of trying to influence the election, which is what is now exactly happening. If he doesn't say something, and it leaks anyway, which it was going to, he's accused of trying to influence the election. Sometimes you just gotta stick your dick in the light socket and hope it shorts out before you die. This has panicked the liberals! And honestly, we were getting pretty complacent over this election. Clinton has held a nice solid 5-7 to seven point lead in the polls for most of October since t- Trump's tiny groping fingers grabbed the pussy of the voting public earlier in the month. Ew, seriously? That is so gross. We'd all pretty much assumed we had the presidential race wrapped up and turned our focus to the down ballots and extracting every ounce of GOP blood we could from the stone of the American electorate. Now... We got this shit again. And liberals are doing what we always do when we get news just like this. Everybody panic! My social media feeds are filled with liberals freaking the fuck out right now. The last time I saw this much despair was when rumors floated around that Jay-Z and Beyonce might be breaking up. I'm getting frantic texts from friends and listeners who are convinced we are merely days away from a Trump presidency. Latinos are packing bags and Muslims are wondering what the weather in North Dakota might be like in winter, since that's the odds on favorite for internment camp locations. It's cold. Real cold. Like the heart of Ann Coulter cold. Conservatives, on the other hand, are celebrating like they just won the Daytona 500 and the WWE SmackDown title at the exact same time. Trump is crowing about being right all along and praising James Comey for being a brave and honorable man when just last week he was the pawn of the conspiracy to keep the Trump from winning. Like the man said, it's only rigged if he's losing. Trump fucking folks are fucking ecstatic. And why shouldn't you be? (laughs) Because they think they just won the election. Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Let's take a look from the situation from a calm, cool, logical perspective. 
First of all, we are weeks into early voting, and millions of Americans have already voted. Well, sorry, but there's no take-backs. And when all, all of them voted for Hillary, there's ample evidence she did really well in early voting. Second, who is going to have their minds changed by this story? All of a sudden, millions of people are, who've been hearing about these fucking emails since the Byzantine Empire are going to suddenly say, What? Hidden emails? Well, no, sir. I'm going to vote for the orange fascist now. This revelation, which is neither a revelation nor relevant, is not going to cut into Clinton's voters in the least. She's polling at 47% where she's been for the past few weeks, and what it may do is spur a few on-the-fence Republicans to get over their Trump voidance and decide they have to vote for a serial-groping inveterate liar whose overt racism and dangerously unstable demeanor might be bad, but at least he's never used a private email server. She's a monster! But those are going to be a very narrow slice of people. College-educated men and women are still going to look at the two and decide they will risk a deceptive emailer over a guy who might nuke France because they wouldn't let him build a hotel in the Champs-Élysées. Trump's path to victory is so narrow an anorexic couldn't rollerblade down it without falling off, and he still has no ground game. While Hillary Clinton will personally drive you to the polls in every swing state on election day if she thinks she will vote for her. She leads by wide margins in all the states she needs to win the election and in a lot of states where she doesn't, while Trump desperately needs to knock off one of her strongest states just to have a hope to compete. To put it in parlance, Trump can understand he's betting against the House and... The House always wins in the long run. Clinton has a professional campaign staff, tons of money, and is Hillary fucking Clinton. She's not going to lose to a bloated daddy's boy with a bad spray tan and an inferiority complex. In fact, this little scare is just the sort of things to get apathetic liberals off their asses on election day and into the voting booth as they realize this whole Trump thing could still actually happen. The next day to be like this, he fucking won? Look, I'm not saying he can't win. I am saying it's pretty fucking unlikely. Quintlin fights hardest when her back's against the wall, and Trump is fucked in so many ways. The only way it can happen is if the polls are really fucked up, and a lot of Clinton supporters stay home eight days from now. So if you're really scared, stop panicking and get out the vote. You nag that friend who still says they're voting for Jill Stein. We know who you are, Will, to swallow their stupid fucking pride and make sure Trump doesn't win. If this shit goes sideways, it's not because of the emails or James Comey or the Lord God himself. It's because we didn't get out and vote. There are really more of us than there are of them. And we have the states to win. All we need to do is get out there and make the choice. So stop freaking out and go out and fucking vote. Do not let an election about a raging dick be influenced by another guy who can't stop sending pictures of his raging dick. We're electing the first woman president, and still, we gotta deal with all these guys and their dick problems, and it's not fucking right. <sighs> That's it for this special edition of the show. I did not want to do this show. I shouldn't have had to need to do this show, but here I am doing this goddamn show. 
We're eight days from the election, and I am still talking about Hillary's fucking emails. You know, I hope when Hillary gets elected, her inaugural address is just her walking up to the stage, putting her hands on the podium, looking at all of us, and shaking her head slowly at how stupid this election has been, and then walking the fuck off. This will hopefully be the last special edition I ever have to do. When we revamp the show after election, there's no more special editions. There's no, oh God, no more, no more special editions. No more Sunday. No more Sunday. Join us next Friday for the big election pre-show. Find the show in all the places you always do. Twitter, Facebook, whatever. I don't even care anymore. It's fucking Sunday. For me, Dave Bledsoe, fucking Gavin didn't even come in today. He was at some magic gathering tournament or something. And all the fictional people on this show, we want to say, don't look now. I'm drunk again. And this election is just a curse. This show is killing me, my friends. And I think I figured out my life. It's where the fun ends. We'll see you all next Friday for the big pre-election show. Devil is in my pants and it's shoot first, apologize later another quick and short shot. Oh man, it's what I got what I wanted. Now I don't want anything. Yeah, I got what I wanted. Now my life is just boring till everything falls apart. Then I get to. Try to put it back together, yeah, fall apart and you count on that, count on that, where the best Seltzer Kings Podcasts.